Welcome to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. Join Dr. Allison House of House Dental in Scottsdale and Sean Zayas, founder of Zana, a company helping dentists extend their care beyond the chair as they lead dentists deeper along the journey of authenticity to reach greater fulfillment in their professional lives and to deliver remarkable patient experiences. At the core of the authentic dentist is a belief that the answer to the current challenges in dentistry is dentists discovering that their greatest asset and point of differentiation is their personal brand and that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. So this podcast is brought to you by Zana. And Zana makes electric toothbrushes, but it's more than that. They have a program that'll grow your practice with their electric toothbrushes. Hey guys, this is Sean and Allison with The Authentic Dentist, and today we are super excited to share um, probably like the core message that that we care most about, which is authenticity. And when we started this podcast a year ago, um, congratulations, Allison. A year. A year. A year yeah. We we were grappling even then with, well, what, is, what does it actually mean to be an authentic dentist? Like, what does that mean And it's something we've been wrestling with and refining and exploring over the last year. So we're excited today to go deeper into that. But first, we just want to start with why authenticity matters. And I think being authentic is is figuring out who you are and what is important to you and then expressing it. And you and I were talking a little bit about that Um that opportunity to to be vulnerable and be honest with your patients and still be professional. And it's a balance, of course. But when you put on that white coat, you don't disappear behind it. You know, and right now, if you're not being authentic, now I, I feel like there's a continuum, and I think you've mentioned this. So if you're not anywhere close to being as authentic as you could be, what happens is you run the risk and the danger of kind of being providing a service as great as it is that could come across like a commodity. And when your patients have a chance to check out a new special from someone else, instead of evaluating that decision of I'm part of a family that I'm connected to, that knows me, that there's this strong loyalty and bond and engagement, it's like... um yeah, you know, I pay a certain price and I get a good service, but it's a commodity and bonds from commodities are really easy to break and buying behavior to switch from something like that is simple. So right now, because of how competitive the marketplace is and because of, if you're listening to this, we know you want to build an amazing practice that's going to be fulfilling, having it set up so that you have um, just your practice that comes across like a commodity is not going to set you up for that. So that's why right now authenticity is, has never been more important, not just for your own fulfillment, but for the health of your practice. So when we're talking about authenticity, I think we need to talk about what it doesn't look like. So what it doesn't look like is on Sunday when you're dreading going to work on Monday, when, um, All you can think about is your contracts with insurance companies and how little you're being paid. When you have a team that you don't care for, that you don't like, 
and you just dread spending the day across from this one assistant. Those are, those are when you're practicing inauthentically because you know there's issues and you're not addressing them. You're just pretending, or maybe not even pretending, maybe you're just completely honest, this stinks. That's not fulfilling. That's not, that's not being authentic. Authentic is when you address the issues and you make, you make your practice yours. And, and you mentioned it twice. Um, so I think it bears repeating. Yeah, dread really is like a signpost. If there's dread in your life surrounding any part of your dentistry, that's, that is definitely a sign that, um, I don't know, there's some area of hopelessness. And hopelessness, that's a sign that you're, again, if you don't have hope, uh, in your heart for everything you're pursuing right now, it means that you're not living in that place of being aligned and wholehearted, which is that that authentic expression. So it's like when you know you're being authentic, it's when the dreams on your heart, you're connected to them. And it doesn't mean you're not going to have struggles. It doesn't mean you're not going to face difficult times, but you stay connected to what you care about and you stay connected to what's at the heart. Instead of, again, the opposite of that would be, um, I don't know, like disconnecting from what matters, um, kind of just becoming more robotic and just going through the motions. And, And that doesn't fulfill people. And you're right, it doesn't bond you to your patients either. And that doesn't mean that we're all alike. There's, we all have different values that are important to us and we express them differently. If you're a relationship that's your highest value than having that relationship with patients. If beauty is your highest value, then maybe you're much more of a cosmetic dentist and you're seeing the beauty in everyone's smile. Maybe achievement is your highest. And so you need to build this practice where you do really complex dentistry and you're at the top of your field. All of those are acceptable and they're good practices, but they're different. If you're practicing in a way that doesn't make you feel good, you need to step back and figure out well, what is it? Because it's you. It's always you. And I love that because what you're saying is like what it looks like for every dentist is completely different. We don't know why you got into dentistry. We don't know what that passion of your heart is and what that contribution is you are so excited to make. Um, but whatever it is, you need to discover that and stay true to that. Because if it is all about achievement and being the best clinical dentist, then you you can't try to just be like the dentist down the street that, you know, is, is okay just kind of playing by the rules, uh, going through the motions and like meaning you need to pursue that excellence. You need to just continue to get more CE than is expected and keep pushing the, the bounds because that's the only thing that's going to be fulfilling for you. So, yeah, I, I love that, Allison. Like even now I just feel like it's such a challenge. Like just take a little self audit and think like, what is it that like, why did I get into dentistry and what kind of dentistry do I want to practice? And if you have a hard time answering those questions, um, again, there's all these things that are inauthentic that try to keep people trapped, you know? So if you feel like you don't have permission to practice the way you want to, um, like that's a sign that one of the mindsets you have is, is actually, not authentic. When we graduate, we're given this set of rules. And I think we always feel like we have to follow the rules. 
And you still have to be professional. It's true. But you also have to to follow what's important to you. When I first graduated and started my own practice, I thought this was bound, there was a boundary between me and my patients. And there is. But I wanted, I had a patient that was getting married, and I wanted to send her a card for her wedding. And I didn't feel like I could do that because it wasn't a professional thing to do. And I, I had a child that was graduating from high school. And again, I wanted to just reach out and congratulate them. And I felt awkward about it. So at this point, I know that's who I am, and I want to reach out, and so I do. And I, I don't think that makes me less professional. I feel like that, that's how I bond with my patients because the relationship is really important to me. It's one of my highest values. See, I, okay, everything about what you just said, I absolutely love it. You said you didn't feel like you could, but it's who you are. And that is the tension of... Um, what I think a lot of people find themselves in is, well, I've been told that this is what a dentist does and these are the rules and this is how you practice dentistry. So I should be doing this. I can't be doing that. I need to do this. And then if I think of, well, what's the best way to grow my practice uh, or what's the best way to brand my practice? My very first thought is I'm looking to someone that knows the answer, the right answer, because there's got to be a right answer. When the right answer actually comes when you look in the mirror and you realize what comes up inside of you when you think about your patient and giving them great care, what comes up inside of you when you think of how you want to lead your team in a way that's true according to your leadership style. You can't fake it and try to be something that you're not or else that's 70,000 hours in your profession is going to be described as contrived and filled with anxiety and performance. That's not what you want. That's not what you want. So that branding piece is really important, and we are going to have a course on that. That's probably going to take us a year because we've got a couple other things to do first. But that branding is really important because it, it shows who you are, and when you brand yourself out there, people are looking for you. They're looking for what you value, who you are, and then you get patients that want you. If you brand yourself with something that's fake or that somebody else came up with, you're going to get patients that don't that are unhappy with you because you aren't who you said you were. And and that is it's so true. It's like when I frequent brands, you know, there's a lot of brands I have such crazy faithfulness to, you know, and as we we're talking about like I love In-N-Out, I love Chick-fil-A. I don't feel the same about Arby's. I don't feel the same about Jack in the Box. And it's not its not like a scientific evaluation. Well, it's because of the beef that they serve. If you look at it, it's, it's that much healthier. And it's the actual ingredients. And it's a spectrum of the way that they price their items. It's not some scientific evaluation. It's that I like the connection that I have because I feel like In-N-Out is true to who they are. And they've remained that way. And it was different. Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. It's a great business strategy. Close on Sunday. Okay. Why would we close on Sunday? Um, because we'll, we'll be more profitable that way. No, it wasn't about profitability. It was about what they believed in. And people don't have to agree with them. But somehow, they're, who they are, it resonates with me. And there's that connection. So right now, if a patient is going into your practice 
you don't want to be like Arby's. What does Arby's stand for? I don't know. They just have, I don't know why I would go to Arby's over some other place. I just, personally, that's me. You don't want to just be the vanilla dentist that's trying to be like that typical dentist that you feel like. You you need to be you. If you love fishing, you absolutely love fishing. That's all you think about when you're not doing dentistry. You know, maybe there's a way that you're able to uh, attract other people that might also have a similar hobby and they love talking to you about fishing while you're doing great dentistry on them. And there's just that, there's that resonance, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it's just like, it's about getting to have that authentic expression of who you are so that when people get attracted to that, like you can't fake authenticity. You can't fake connection. You can't fake real engagement with people. And that's what we want for you in your practice is to have that with every patient. So you said the engagement and talking to patients. And if you have all kinds of stuff in the back of your mind, financial pressure, you don't like your assistant, um, you don't feel like you're a good dentist, all this stuff in the back of your mind, when you're sitting in front of a patient, they see it. They see that that's, you're not listening to them. You're not open and paying attention to what they're telling you because you got all this other stuff running in the back of your mind. So part of being authentic is that you've dealt with your stuff, whatever that stuff is, so that when you sit in front of a patient, you can listen. And that's really how you become a great dentist is you listen and you give your patients what they're asking for rather than making decisions for them because that's, that's what people want. They want someone to listen and they want great dentistry. So having that script in the back of your mind of I'm running, I'm running behind, I'm running behind, I don't have enough money this month, whatever, it's distracting you from, from what you're really wanting to do and what would make you feel fulfilled and what would solve all those other issues too. You know, when we were prepping, one of the things you said to me, Allison, uh, which was so profound was, you know, I asked like, well, what is authenticity? And you're like, it's getting out of your own way. And I was thinking, man, when you say it that way, it's like, well, there's so many, like you're saying, scripts, mindsets, uh, thoughts, demons, whatever, like you want to call it, that people are fighting, that I fight all the time. And those are the things that are keeping me from just getting to fully own who I am, own my strengths, own my passions, own what I really care about because when I can own that, then I'm free to be others focused. So, you know, we're going over this, like, what is authenticity? Well, what is the opposite? What does it look like to be inauthentic? And to be inauthentic is when you're really just self-focused. It's still all about your issues, whether you're enough, whether you can do this, where when you arrive in a further state, just of maturity in being authentic and being free to be yourself, you are freed up to see other people and to be more other focused. And, what and that you, attracts people. It attracts people when you can be others focused. When you're all in your own stuff, it doesn't, it doesn't bring life in. It doesn't bring patience in. It, it doesn't serve you. And that's why what you were just describing with the patient, oh man, that is such maturity to be able to be in a place where you can be so present to actually hear and provide excellent care because you're not struggling with your own stuff. 
you're not hearing the whole, I can't mention that because it's too expensive or my services aren't worth that. When you're stuck in your head with all those things, you're not able to serve your patient the best. And you're not able to listen to your team either. And th- and that is a crucial piece. You know, when you're sitting there frustrated with the person across from you, you have to step back and think, why am I frustrated? I don't want to live here in this frustration because that's not authentic either. The patient can feel it. The assistant can feel it. You're frustrated. So what is it that the assistant is doing that you want them to do? Or is it actually about you and you're feeling like not enough as something's happening and you're blaming it on your assistant? And we all do this. As I said, it's you said, it's a spectrum. Some days are better than others. Some days I can get out of my own way. And some days I'm just caught up in my own stuff. So it's a conscious decision to get out of my own way all the time. It's funny that you said I said it. I was actually quoting you for saying <laughs> I quoted you and you quoted me. That's hilarious. Well, so I know early on in business, it was a very similar thing. Here I am and I'm trying to figure out how to integrate myself and be myself, but I'm in this, there, there's roles and there's best practices and you have to go by a lot of those things. But as you become more mature and, and not as afraid to express who you are, one of the things we did at uh, the office that just was a game changer is we took one of our family traditions, which is during birthdays, what we do is we go around and everybody just gets to bless the person whose birthday it is by saying what it is that they love about them. And this is typically 60 to 90 seconds per person. And it's incredibly vulnerable and powerful. And we're like, you know what? We're going to do this with our team. We don't have a massive team, you know, whether it's seven or eight people. On their birthdays, we're going to take a family tradition and bring it in. And it has made such a difference. But it wasn't a management technique that I read about in a book that says do this. It was something that was true to who I was, to my family culture. And if I was more inauthentic, I wouldn't have felt permission to be able to do that. But we did it. And it has made such a difference. So a couple years ago, I felt like I wasn't a very good coach. I wasn't doing a great job with my team, and I needed to change their emotional maturity because that's what I really wanted from them. I wanted them to take some of that emotional off of me and be able to listen to patients. So we bought this book called Habitudes, and I don't own Habitudes. I have no stock in Habitudes. We got a book for every single person, and we do these at team meetings. And We have two team meetings a month, and they're kind of vulnerable, but their their leadership stories about communicating, communicating, leading. And I'm shocked at how much it's done for my practice and for my team. I mean, they have matured and grown. They're amazing. And they really get what patients are telling them now. But it was because I allowed myself to be vulnerable, do something that, you know, wasn't scripted by dentistry, but it changed us. And so that doesn't mean that should, that's what you should do, but I bet you there are things that you think, wow, if I did this for my practice, it would change it. Think about it. Maybe you have to run it by somebody, but really think about what is it that you want from this practice and how could you implement it? And maybe it isn't typical 10 things you can do to better your practice. Well, and the reality is we've talked about this a lot, but there, the greatest tension that people have to struggle with is the fact that we actually have freedom to do what we want to do most of the time. Like true freedom should be terrifying because it's like, no, you actually have the freedom to change everything that irritates you in your practice. 
And then there's those lists of excuses. No, I don't because but you do. You have total freedom to change all those. Now, you can't change them all at once. Yes. I always feel like that's really important. You cannot change them all at once. It's one thing at a time. So that's why right now, if you're feeling like you're kind of timid or there's some areas in your expression that you're kind of hiding or you feel like you're playing it safe or excessively cautious right now or you feel trapped or there's self-doubt or you feel like you're faking it. These are all yellow flags, signposts that there are some areas in your life right now in dentistry that you're not being authentic. And the only reason why we want you to be authentic is because it is a win for your patients. It's a win for your team. It's a win for yourself, feeling aligned, feeling energized, feeling at peace with yourself. It's a win for dentistry. Don't we want doctors that are engaged, doing work that they love, and listening to patients. That's, isn't that what we want in healthcare? So you have an assignment today. I want you to sit down, think about all the things that are driving you crazy about your practice, and write them down. And some of them will be painful because you'll have to acknowledge that there's a problem. But write it down. It doesn't mean you have an answer today. But you're in, one by one, you're going to knock these things off and change your practice. So the next year, you're going to make a huge shift, but it's going to be just one problem at a time. And we just want to say you are wonderful. You are enough. And it's okay for you to keep taking steps toward being your authentic self. We are on board with that. We give you permission and we say go for it. Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express yourself fully. Live authentic.